Welcome to the Gold Circle, Australia's number one netball podcast. I am your host and goal attack for the rest of pepperonis and Thomas and Friends, Nick Bleeker. And with me, as always, is Luke Top. Hello. GK for Thomas and Friends. Don't sound so excited. <laughs> <laughs> you should be excited. Actually, I need, actually, that's what I needed to do. Congratulate you on your championship win for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, yes. Thank you. Well done. I'm, um, I'm a bit how salty, many but <laughs> How many rings does Jurette have? You know, we don't need to get into this. <laughs> okay, you know that I'm salty. Actually, I'm kind of salty a Hang little on. bit. Hang on, Della Dover has a ring. He didn't do anything. <laughs> he did nothing. He He's terrible. so going to like come down with the trophy and be like, look, look, look. And it's like, how many minutes did you play in the finals? Oh, zero. zero. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, don't even dear. get me started. And how funny is it that um, Vera Zhao will get a ring? He won't. No way. No, they're going to give him a ring because he was on the roster. If you're on a roster of the team for the it's whole year, it's by choice. I actually heard the the club gets yeah, to choose, and they're gonna they'll give him one. I guess it's like a sympathy, even though he's had ring. that bump with LeBron in the final in the last game. <laughs> yeah, because he loves flopping. <laughs> but <laughs> we should get back onto the next. Part. Sorry. <laughs> um, on this week's show, we're recapping round. Oh, sorry, what round are we on? Twelve. Whoops, I didn't even do my research properly. I think we're on round twelve. Round twelve. What is this? What do you think this is? I forgot to rewrite is the intro. Is this the number one netball podcast? <laughs> it is the number one netball yeah. podcast. Are you sure? <laughs> um, oh but round 12 of the ANZ Championship. So we're dropping out tips, teams of the week and players of the it's week. It's nearly over. I know. We're, I think we're two weeks out of they the finals. They need to like double the season. They need like 30 yeah. games. I'd be happy with that. I want mm. that. I, yeah. I really, yeah. I, I would be very pleased with that. But there's, again, it's been a pretty newsless week. So I think we're just going to go straight to recaps. Um, Beautiful. And let's let's get down to it. So we're going to start with the uh, the Melbourne Vixens beating... The West Coast Fever, sixty to fifty-five. Ouch! What a surprising, it's a surprising line. I think um, brutal jeopardizes the Fever's um, finals hopes. Absolutely, um, considerably. I don't know. I will obviously get to the schedule in the next couple of minutes, but um, I'm a bit concerned that they're, they're not going to make it. Um, no, I, don't, I honestly don't. I'm, uh, yeah, unless the Firebirds have because they've got to play Pulse and Firebirds next. I yeah, think. and yeah. the Firebirds are at home. Yes. yes. So that's even harder. But they did beat them last year. So. Oh yeah, they did too in yeah. round one. Oh no. Can we see a repeat? But let's get on let's get on <laughs> to the game. So what did you really get from this? I um I noticed that well when I started watching Courtney Bruce was back, which is excellent. Yeah. Um I wanted to kind of start with her because she had a really, really, really rough game. Um, she never she had a bad game. Thirty five penalties. <laughs> She Ooh. didn't adjust at all. Yikes. No, she she didn't. I also and uh, you know before we started recording the show, she did have a couple of bum calls against her as well. Absolutely, um, there was some really. There rough was calls. one um, which I was going to take a photo of and put on their um, their like Facebook because I love doing that. Um, <laughs> the Kim Green one. <laughs> but, yeah, she's literally leaning, and she'd probably be like six feet away from I think Bailey mm. and the ref he was on a weird angle to give him that excuse but yeah. he hadn't kept up with the play and he just called it and you could see she looked at him just like and even Bailey I think was shooting was like um what, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah it's like one of those things where both players agree with the call like, yeah. or they disagree with the call they're like oh, I don't uh, know if that's right and then there was a little bit of confusion yeah and he's sort of just like cool stands um, <laughs> and was, she sort of just had this look on her face like what are, the hell do I have to do in saying that I mean the Vixens I just they're I'm they good. good on them um, yeah. Bailey with a line of 42-46 five yep. penalties four turnovers one rebound like she's got to be most improved player absolutely this, this season I reckon I, I, I did not ex- expect this at all from her and, and I'm not that's, Teague Neal yeah like, absolutely yeah. and the thing is Teague, like I think we've said before like Teague Neal is scary when she starts 
like she does those heat checks and then you're like okay now she's locked in she's yeah. she's gonna hit it's it it's when she wanders that's the problem yeah um but even then like she just manages to find a way and i think um liz watson playing at center um did an excellent job of of carrying that midcourt um for the fever and again the defensive end for the vixens have been absolute standouts for me over the last couple of weeks and they were again um, this week as well, they they really put the hammer down on Medhurst and Bassett. Like, absolutely, Jesus yeah, mentor and Bassett. Mm. Oh. Yeah, that was um, it was fiery. <laughs> yeah, and it was a massive height differential as well. I think Joe Weston mm. again. She's sort of my. Um, I didn't really notice her last season, mm. um, but this season, yeah, she's definitely putting her name on the map. I mean, she's yeah. cons- really consistent. I mean, she. I I don't think she's like superstar. I don't think she's quite kind of hit like diamond starting but she's mm. really pushing she's at least she's training she's training with the diamonds for a start yep. so that's that's at least something yep. um i think again it speaks she's to really the depth scrappy, of the australian though. i really yeah, like that i do like it as well she's very um yeah i don't know it's kind of she reminds me a little bit of Leighton, except Leighton is very like she obviously hunts and i think weston doesn't do that so much she's very physical i think joe weston and Leighton would make actually a very good team yeah gkg both, yeah absolutely yeah they're both really scrappy and Ooh, quite aggressive that's scary yeah I know. that's scary <laughs> oh, um yeah. in saying that bassett had a decent line of 47 to 50 53 but i mean the turnovers for him killed him uh, yeah. it was it was a close game for the most part in the second third and fourth quarter but the first the vixen just kind of came away with it and it was mainly because the fever came into it a bit rattled i think um yeah and there were really I know kind of Simmons, passes. Simmons um, I still, there's, it just, it doesn't work for me a little bit with that Simmons position. Yep. Um, I think I said that last week. Sure. Um, Nat Medhurst didn't have a great game either. No. But I think that's because of the defensive pressure sort of pushed her out of the game. Yeah. I, yeah, she was kind of non-existent um, mm. in terms of just not showing up in, because again, like Weston and, and Mentor just, they, they, boxed her out and I think she she had to carry the ball a lot mm. um you look at her CPRs with Simmons and that's 25 and 24 like basically they're basically 50-50. yeah and all her and all a wing tax job really is is to bring the ball up exactly so. she should like Simmons should be getting like 75 or 80 percent of that yeah um on on you know a good day mm. um but I, I don't know I, I I'm not sure how the fever are, are, are gonna run it's a bit disappointing um I would have uh, again, I probably would have put him in my in my finals picks, but um, at this point, I don't know if they're going to make it. No, and I think I think this happened last season. Um, they really, on paper, they're a great team. Yeah. Um, and I think Stacey Rosman does a good job coaching. Yeah. I don't think coaching is a problem. No, no. It literally comes down to just putting the ball in the hoop. Yeah. Um, there were several shots there um, where Bassett was open and Nat Medhurst is like, I'm going to bomb this from long. And it was there were some air balls like yeah I did notice that actually yeah, early on Bassett yeah. was there to just pass off yeah um it, it just the communication wasn't there in the attack end like mm. Simmons as well there were a few errant passes and you know she had some push off penalties um it just yeah yeah I did notice that like kind of the top of the key and she was yeah I I I don't know it just it doesn't. I would prefer to see the Vixens, I think, in this incarnation of the team in the finals than I would want to see the Fever. Yeah, because they're on a roll. Yeah, and I think also the Fever, you've got Bruce recovering from an injury, um, which, thank thank God, she was. On, she's, it's not a major one, but um, getting into that conditioning, 
it's it's rough and and you I mean you look at the difference in the stats with Branley and Bruce and Bruce is thirty five to Branley's twelve like oh like I, I don't know they but, were extremely yeah. whistle happy yeah I think yeah. I think they didn't there was a lot of plays there where you know as much as I don't like to hear fair contest mm. um, there was a lot of um, <laughs> sorry the center that we play at the refs tend to say oh fair contest fair contest it's like he just smashed me in the face <laughs> I no longer have teeth um, fair contest I'm toothless now yeah yeah. <laughs> um, yeah and as much as I don't like that word I think in this instance there was a lot of times where you know that would have been called if if this was Swifts versus the Swifts. I think a lot of it would have been um, <laughs> fair contest. Yeah, and Kelly yeah. Underwood was coming. To- <laughs> yeah. um, but- oh, how did you like the commentary? Because <laughs> there's actually a lot of feedback um, on ANZ Championships Facebook. Really? About the oh, I'm going to have to look that up. You'll have yeah, to show me after yeah, the show um, because I actually want. I'm I'm curious mainly. And again, we, like obviously the people not doing their jobs, but I'm just curious to see what the feedback is. And well, it's yeah. interesting because I really think the Firebirds and the Fever are in the same bucket. Mm. They really are. I mean, they don't have the groundswell of support. They can't fill a you know fourteen thousand seat stadium. Yeah. Um, and they don't have that Sydney Melbourne hype. Yeah. Um, so they're kind of like a bit fringe dwelly in that in that regard. So I think it's interesting because they kind of get the same. You know, it's it's an all star team. I mean, they that is our starting combination for the world world champs. Yeah, We're pretty much. That's it. Um, and you know, they were struggling to get calls. They were struggling to get commentators that weren't saying, "Oh, the vixens are coming. The it, vixens are coming." It's interesting though because um, I think it's really wonderful that the Vixens are able to pull a crowd of 9,000 to 10. I think, I don't know how what the yeah, crowd numbers were for this game, but it was much, incredible. Because yeah. they've, they've been pulling those numbers consistently this season. Uh, I think that's, it's excellent. And yeah. I'm so happy that, that that growth is kind of, is is happening. Obviously, we don't really have, I don't think we've got a stadium that big for indoor up um, here, do we? We do, the Entertainment, entertainment Centre. But, see, last time when we, I think we had 8,000 in the Entertainment Centre, but it was oh, only okay. half. It was only hard. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. Okay, sure. So, there's, you can double that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I like when they announced the crowd figures, I, I was just kind of like, good. <laughs> like, mean, it's, you thing, know. Is, I think it's about developing the game. I don't necessarily think it's about developing teams. And mm. I think that's going to be so important with these um, new teams starting up. If Absolutely. You've really got to spread that dollar. Yeah. And push so that everyone sort of is on an even playing field and you're not just having stacked teams in Brisbane. Um, Sydney and Melbourne, yeah, um, and left these sort of fringe teams to just get hammered every week. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get to that. I think once the teams yeah. the teams are all announced, we'll we'll probably do a special episode <laughs> for it because it's actually an interesting point that you bring up in terms of just how you actually expand well, I mean, the league at, without kind you look of look at the Swifts. Yeah. I mean, if you if you had sort of some sort of NBA salary cap, mm. um, they would be paying luxury tax. Yeah, they'd be sure. so far. They'd they be, would the, be like, so <laughs> far over. I mean, they would just have like they'd just be screwed. They'd be in the luxury tax, and then like the repeater luxury tax. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, they have pretty much the starting, the best starting seven, really. Yeah. Um, in the whole competition, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and you know, if you had to actually put dollar figures on those players, it would um it would be a problem for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but speaking of the Swifts, let's move on to their game yeah. as they um they thoroughly beat the uh, Adelaide Thunderbirds uh, sixty seven to fifty three. 
Hmm. Um, again, I, this is actually a really good display First for the quarter, Thunderbirds. I yeah. thought, hell yeah. Yeah. Let's do this. I'm, I'm really, honestly, digging Bryce, Bryce and Belle. Yeah. Look, she sort of, um, I think it was, she was a bit overawed. Um, sort of in the tail end of the game. Yeah. I think got a little bit too much pressure for it. And I think Bell was, she had a few sloppy turnovers and some shots from distance that just didn't hit yeah. the mark. Um, but really good. I mean, this is really good for next season. Absolutely. Um, obviously, if they can keep Aaron Bell, I'm not sure that they're going to be able to. Mm. But at least they have Bryce. That is a, such a solid pillar to build around. Absolutely, and especially because the league seems to be leaning that way where they've got a, quite a large shooter and then you can feed into the shooter. And then that, that's kind of how that offensive end of the court's growing yep. um, and evolving. And Bryce, I think, fits perfectly for that. I mean, mm-hmm. her volume, like, coming off that, like, 42 and 51, four turnovers, three rebounds, uh, two deflections. Hey, that's a, that's a terrific line. Despite a loss, I think that's a really, really, really good line. Yep. Um for them overall. And I actually quite, I think I quite like Kyle Watts as well. Kyle Watts, we haven't really spoken about her this season. I don't think we no. have at all actually. So no. No, yeah, no disrespect. It's just one of those things. But um, I think she had a pretty decent game too from from what I saw um, at, at, at the wing attack end. She's, she is a bit, she kind of gets invisible. She, she turns invisible sometimes, but I, I think this game, she really kind of shone. I think for the Thunderbirds sake, their, off, their offense this game was, was on point. Um, I think they just proud, went up against. Yeah. I think proud really eleven penalties. Yeah, for a center. Um, I, I mean, you compare that to Langman's five. Yeah, yeah that's pretty considerable. Um, I mean, Shani Layton. I think. Um, to be honest, I think the benefit they have is I think they can sort of identify this season that Layton does struggle with the height and yep. the bigger body, um, and I think what they do is lock down the defensive pressure in the midcourt and mm. then. Leighton can go out and hunt um, and sort of pick off some balls, but also the other players are kind of picking off passes as well. Sure. Yeah, no, I actually quite like that idea as a defensive strategy for them because yep. it is obvi- it is clear that she does get frazzled a little bit by the taller, the taller yep. attackers, um, mainly just because she doesn't have the height to match. No. Um, but she has the strength and she has the speed to actually get onto those balls. Absolutely. I think basically putting the vice on them um, I mean, Game of Thrones style, pincer, um, <laughs> if you've watched this week's Game of Thrones. Um, but you put the pincer on them when they're coming up that midcourt, yep. you, you're stifling pretty much any movement that they that they Absolutely. want. And you and then you're basically forcing them to pull the ball back. And that's what that's exactly what you don't want, yep. um, especially against a team as fast as the Swifts. Um, Susan Pettit, 36 to 37. What a great game. They really split the shooting. That's, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, because uh, you find, yeah, Thwaites obviously takes the volume shooting and then Pettit kind of averages like 24-28 maybe yep. per game. Um, and Leighton, uh, 12 deflections, three intercepts, four rebounds. Oh, my goodness. Just, she was she was feasting um, on, on the on this poor Thunderbirds team. But, I, I, again, I don't think that's a bad thing. This Thunderbirds team, um, I, again, up, ever since Den Deck has gone, it's, their identity is actually kind of locked in a little bit more, well, I think. Well, yeah, I think... Um I didn't realize, but Borrego's contract is obviously up. Yeah. Um, oh wait, I, is it? Uh, so At the end of this season? season? Oh right. Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I think it will be a very wise move um, if they move in the direction of developing Bryce. Yeah. She's obviously showed that she can play on this level. Yeah. Um, I totally agree. I yeah. I really like this Thunderbirds squad for the future. I think Borrego will probably go to one of the newer clubs if she wants to play in the Australian yep. in the Australian Agree. league. 
It's just dependent on where she I, is. I think the only thing for the Adelaide Thunderbirds is I think they do need a maybe one or two more solid players. Yeah. If they could get a solid uh, performing GK or GD, or maybe GK, keep Kate G- Simmons. Yeah. Um, and just have like... I mean, for example, if they had like Leighton as a GK, that would really bolster them. Um, and maybe a good a sort of a good midcourt player, even Verity Simmons would probably be yeah. all right. Um, yeah, it would definitely give them that flexibility. I think Simmons actually kind of fits in the wing attack thing for, yeah, for the Thunderbirds. Yeah, it just, I feel like some of their players um, are a bit less seasoned. Yeah. Um, is sort of what they need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think maybe mixing that up. Um, I mean, obviously, player development next year, you know, these players could have a really good um, season. But yeah, I think Jay Clark's good. Yeah. Maybe keep she her. Was, she was a good pickup. I think she's kind of like a more of a veteran presence, obviously. She's yep. repped for England. Yeah. Um, played on the Swift side she that lost very last very tidy year. for a wing defense. Like, yeah. Four penalties in a game. That's really tidy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah. All right. Let's move on to the uh, the Southern Steel beating the uh, the Magic 64 to 54. Um, this was actually a bit closer than I was expecting it to be. Um, the Magic kind of did fight pretty well for the most part. Yeah, but they did. again, the Steel just. That monstered him. Yeah, nineteen to thirteen in the second quarter. Um, <laughs> Valerie fifty five out of sixty one. Selby Rickett nine out of fifteen. Just look at the, the like even the turnovers. It's so like the seal had more penalties and two two less turnovers and still won by ten. Yeah, like probably it's it wasn't their best game, but just looking at that line. <laughs> And I mean, Joe Hutton tried. No, absolutely. Yeah, um, I thought I thought she tried really hard, um, but un- unfortunately, they're just the Southern Steel are just a juggernaut. I mean, yeah. I don't think there's a single defender in the league that can accurately defend Valerie. Mm. And I'm wondering if um, the Firebirds resting Laura Geitz was some sort of strategy, sort of Greg Popovich style of we're not going to waste our strategy on a regular mm. season game before we play playoffs. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things where you rest your players before. Like, they're guaranteed a finals berth. It's just a matter of securing the home yep. court advantage, which is I think is, is very important. Yeah. Um, in saying that, um, Kelly Jury, who played for the Magic, her GK, as GK, I think she's filling in for... Uh, oh, goodness, who's out? I can't remember. But she was filling in for someone. I thought she did a really good job. She was great. She yeah. she really, really bothered Valerie. Yeah. yeah. Um, she was really physical, but also her lean and her, her actual her length is arm, insane. Yeah, her wingspan is yeah. pretty crazy. Um, because I saw she was, I think it was Selby Rickett who was basically on distance and she was about to lock, about to shoot, and then Jury's arm just went straight over the ball, and I was like, "Whoa, okay, yeah. she is gadget." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's just going to go gadget defense. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> Jane Watson. Yeah. I. I for me, when I watch her, it makes me want to play on defense event. Do you want to do? Yeah. You want to swap tomorrow night? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, she's so fast, but her she's mini guys. her court awareness is insane. Because I've noticed that what she does is she's she looks a bit silly, but she puts her arms up for literally everything. She's yep. expecting the pass three hundred and sixty degrees, yep. and she's re- and when she's defending, she doesn't just like defend player to player she jobs back and forth she's really tenacious oh like, my goodness honestly she just goes after everything 
It's it's incredible. And like, it's, yeah, it's a little bit different though with Leighton though, because I think Leighton's physical and just like a presence, like you feel it up the court. Whereas she's more like stealthy. Yeah, like, you sort of like, oh yeah, I'm good, and then boom, like yeah. the ball's gone and it's passed. Le- like off. Leighton's, yeah, she. She's very intimidating. Like her presence is yep. intimidating. Yep. But I feel like Watson isn't so much. But she will she just, just ra- she'll razor yeah. blade you from Absolutely. anywhere. Um, and she did that mm. defensively. She was just there for intercepts and the deflections as well. Nine penalties. It- but three intercepts, three deflections. I mean, holy crap, Ola. Yeah, two rebounds. And I love that Fowler Reed is like averaging like more rebounds than pretty much all defenders in the league. Yeah, like, she'd it's be the insane. league leader for sure. I I can't fathom that. But I mean, the, the Magic. I th- I'm pretty. The Magic have secured a final spot, so good on them. I'm considering they had a yeah, horror start. They've had a really good like sort of talent. Yeah, this season. absolutely. And um. You know, I really liked from what what I saw from Harton. Harton's really good. She's such a crafty mover, like in that circle, and she's very much one of those things where she goes left, right, left, right, left, right, and yeah. then I decide where to go. And it's kind of like a dance, you know. Um, and that's really, a, it's really good for a shooter with her height. I love the fact that she can hit the long range bomb. Yeah, she can. She literally can hit anywhere. Yeah, like it's, it's scary. Just, it's it's quite scary. Yeah, I think though. Um, it's interesting because she can hit all of those. Like, she can literally hit anywhere in the gold circle. The only problem is, is that she does sort of tail off a bit. Yeah, and I think sometimes she throws a bit kind of bum passes, so she'll try throw it a bit too high. Yep. Um, or she'll throw it too low, or she'll bounce past it, and someone will just come and hunt the ball out. But To be fair to her, though, I think that's also her evolution in goal attack. Um Obviously, I'm not sure. It's kind of expanding her yeah. repertoire. Like she's a Swiss Army knife a little bit, you know. She's yeah, able to I mean, volume she shoot from distance. Three quarters in goal attack. Um, That's and right. Then in yeah. The fourth quarter, she played goal shooter, and they won that quarter. Yeah, yeah. I think she she is naturally with her height because she's quite tall. She yeah. is a goal shooter. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's interesting um, that she's pushing that out. Yeah. But yeah. Good on them. I'm glad that they made the finals. So they yeah. they deserve it, especially after that, that run. Um, but speaking of finals, the uh, Central Pulse and the Mainland Tactics. <laughs> this one was the um, uh. this one. This, <laughs> so as it stands on the on the New Zealand ladder, yeah, the Pulse are above the Tactics after beating the Tactics this week, sixty four to fifty nine. I mean, can I just say it kind of falls off a cliff after yeah after the uh, Magic. Yeah. Like, the, it goes from five wins, six losses to the Magic to two wins and eight losses to get into the finals. So whoever wins next I mean, week and the really week upset after, if you were the Fever, like yeah. honestly, well the week, yeah, like I mean the Fever would be second in the New Zealand Conference at this yeah. point. Um, but this this game was basically if the Pulse lost, they'd basically lose all finals hopes. So having this win is really important for them. Um, I don't know what how they're going to go moving forward. Well, they've got to play Fever next. Yeah, and the Fever I mean, are going to come back yeah, really strong, I really imagine. Angry. Um There was a... Mets had a really quiet night, I found. 12 out of 16, one rebound. I, I don't know. There was She just wasn't kind of in the zone. Kumwenda had a really good game, 43 out of 45. God, did you hear her yelling? Yeah. Oh, oh I, did, yeah. I, no, she got... A couple of weeks ago, the ref actually... Stop the game well, and told it's intimidation. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get in trouble for that. Yeah, because I know Leighton does. Um, she does that yeah. as well. But usually, she after- plays other places. Because <laughs> <laughs> no Swifts referee. Um, but yeah, no, she was screaming at mm. the top of her lungs when yeah. she was open under the hoop, and um, I think they had some good passes. But again, I just I'm not really sure. Like it just seems like they have all these beautiful highlights. 
Um, like there was really good mares actually. Um, I remember a particular play where they passed from the midcourt, yeah, just straight over, and Mez was just driving in, yeah, 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 just right under the hoop, beautiful pass in, yeah. Um, but yeah, it just, I don't know, like they should be playing a lot better than they do. Yeah, I, I like, I mean, props to, to the Pulse for for winning. Like, Maya Wilson had, I think, her career game. Oh, absolutely. Um, fifty out of fifty-five. And she's got to be knocking the door down for Silver Ferns. Yeah, of some description, whether it be a practice person or actually on the Well, team. I don't know how she does it, but she seems to find a way under the post extremely Yeah, because she's not overly tall. Remember we went, we watched yeah. the Firebirds and the Pulse and Laura Geitz had a decent height advantage on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we sort of like, oh, how's this going to go? But she actually really holds really well. She has really good positioning um, and yeah, she does a great job. Yeah, I, and again, like Chelsea Locke was, was locked in. Jacinta Messer had a really rough game. Like, <laughs> Did you really just say that? Yeah, <laughs> it was worth it. I was hoping you didn't notice. I'd just say it fast enough and then you would just like completely forget about it. Um, Jacinta Messer had a r- relatively rough game, I think. Yeah. Um, she she had a, a, just a couple of really bad passes, which I thought would probably swing the game towards the tactics. Thankfully, it did. But yeah, there were just a couple where they were a bit too slow, in, um, yeah. and you know the post players weren't moving up to the ball, and you you just turned it over with the defender intercepting it. Um, but I mean, good on the pulse for finally getting a win. I mean, it's been rough, and we've been saying week to week that they're the team that's just like right there, and then they can't get it yeah, at the stretch, and then they did. Yeah. Um, and it was it was really really good to watch. And Amari Tibble had a really good game as well. I think. Um, what do you know? Why they didn't have Wells on? I didn't actually. She was catch. sick. Oh yeah. yeah. Apparently, um, they pulled her out of the game. I think. Oh sorry, they they listed her as uh, as active, and yeah. then I think a couple of hours before the game they pulled her because she was sick. I, I thought. Um, yeah, Tibble did okay. Yeah. No. I absolutely. She held her own. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, G- yeah, like three turnovers, seven penalties, and eh, that's not too bad. I mean, I mean yeah, like she hasn't had much game no, time, no. Um, but to just step in like that um, is pretty good. Yeah, exactly. And I think like there was oh, I can't remember who, what the player was that got injured, but there was an I'm pretty sure there was an ACL tear. Um, I think on Ellen Sherry's. I th- a lot, sorry, Elias Sherry's. I think because she came down um, in the corner and she basically landed, and it was just a non-contact movement, and her knee blew out. And I was like, ah, oh. oh, so although, actually, no, she couldn't put any weight on it, so I'm pretty sure that's a Ooh. that's an ACL or so MCL. So, yeah. I mean, all all the best. Um, I think, I think, I, I think it was Elias Sharris. I can't remember off the top of my head. That's terrible. Um, but where are your notes? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I was so shocked. I hate seeing those kind of injuries. Like, Ugh. it's. I'm yeah. so surprised that um, Bruce didn't wasn't out longer. So yeah, absolutely, her, yeah. Like, weird. It was like a weird angle, and it was just nasty. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember seeing that, and I was like. Shh. But then, I mean, she seemed it like I mean, you're in good spirits after the fact. I think generally, it's it's a pretty good sign. Like it's Absolutely. MCL something a little less um, crazy. But let's move on. So, Luke, who is your team of the week? Um, I'm going to say the Pulse. Yeah, because they were a player down, Murray Wells down, um, who has started basically the whole season. Yeah, um, and they did really well. And I thought Chelsea Locke played really well too. Yeah, I I totally agree. I think like. It was just really good to see him get a win, and they're keeping their finals hopes alive. Um, I'm Central Pulse was my my team of the oh, week sweet. as well. Sorry, that's no, right. Sorry, right. whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and who is your player of the week? Um, I was going to say Jane Watson. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, mini guys. I think I chose her last week, so I can't. Oh no, I can't do it this week. Um, no, you can't. Um, <laughs> um, my my play of the week this week is Courtney Bryce. Yes. Yeah. Christina Bryce. Whoops. Oh, I get the two. So I get the two confused. I know. Yeah. Ugh. I was like Courtney Bryce. Courtney Bruce. No, Christina <laughs> Bryce. Yeah, that's totally um, fair call. Wonderful game for the Thunderbirds. Yeah. Really, really good game. I'm and I just, I honestly, I really hope they don't chuck Borrego in with Aaron Bellagan this season. <sighs> I don't Just think it's going to happen. Just keep her on the bench. Keep her. If you're listening, Adelaide Thunderbirds, keep her on the well, bench. Well, it doesn't I th- work. <laughs> I think her no. injury basically rules her out for the rest of the season. Yeah. I think they're just going to keep with what Look, she's a great player, but just somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> just, just do it. Somewhere else. Somewhere else, please. Yep. All right. Let's move on to our tips of the week. So, we've got the uh, the Fever versus the Pulse. Who you got? Ah, uh, Fever. Yeah, Fever yeah. as well. Um, the Steel and the Vixens. Oh, Steel. Steel. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the steel. I just is it at home? It's Where is the it? steel are at home. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, steel, steel. Yeah, no way. Yeah, uh, if the Vixens win, then so help Holy, me God, there, there, what's going on? there's a no. Yeah. I don't think the Vixens play well away actually. Yeah, well, they, they, I mean, they, did they struggle. really struggled when we went to watch them at the Firebirds. Like it was nerves. It was yeah, inf- like not a familiar place, mm. stuff like that. Yeah, um, the Thunderbirds and the tactics. Um, I'm gonna say Thunderbirds. Oh, it's at Priceline Stadium too. Ugh. I need to go devil devil's advocate. I'm gonna go tactics. I need to go. I need to go devil's advocate. We can't have the same tips. So I'm gonna go the tactics. <laughs> but I feel like the Thunderbirds are gonna win. But I'm gonna go the tactics because maybe, maybe that offensive end of the court's going to to uh bumble the Thunderbirds defensive end. Um we got the Mystics and the Swifts. Um Oh, this is a real hard one. I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the Swifts. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the Swifts. Um, I mean, the, the Mystics are at home, but that is doesn't anyone mean anything. Yet? Have the players just revolted and just like, I'm not playing anymore? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's <laughs> just gonna, is like, I'm just going to retire to my mansion yeah, with my Adidas products this that is, I'm not playing yeah, anymore. This is just going to um, be a buy for the Swifts. <laughs> <laughs> um, and finally, uh, the Magic versus the Thunderbirds. Uh, sorry, the Firebirds. The Firebirds are away. Um, oh, I think the Firebirds. Um, I think it probably depend on availability of who's actually going to play. Yeah, um, I'm curious to see if they're going to rest or if they're going to basically play it out so they make sure that the Swifts don't get that home court. Um, I think this yeah. could be another round um, where there could be some blowouts. Yeah, I can, I can... This is a bit of a blowout round. Yeah, it, it feels like that. Again, no disrespect on the teams. It just feels no. like that's, that's going to happen. No disrespect for the New Zealand teams because I think the Steel, that could well, well and truly be a blowout. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean... <laughs> but I mean, anything can, anything can happen. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, I think that's good. We're done. Cool. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so thank you so much for listening, guys. As always, you can get us at Twitter, at The Goal Circle. If you want to send us some, some cool emails... You can also email us thegoldcircle at gmail.com. Also, give us some stars on iTunes. The more, the better. We love it. We love reviews. The more we get, the better, and the more that we can love you. Five, please. Five stars only. Yeah, I don't accept anything else. Yeah, um, otherwise we'll just like reply to your reviews, like you know those terrible restaurants with like <laughs> yeah. um that experience just is was false. I don't think you went here. Yeah, you're alleging <laughs> something. I'm gonna sue you. I'm gonna sue you. I'll see. Our you bread is always warm. <laughs> um. <laughs>
I love, I'd, seriously, that's my guilty pleasure, is just going on Yelp and you just find these bad places <laughs> and you're just like, what is this personal? You do like a weekly thing. It's like, Luke, yes, what restaurant reading. did you review? I could, I have my own podcast where I just read Yelp. Yeah, yeah. I think that's great. Um, so if you keep an eye out for that, we might have a new podcast <laughs> from Luke coming in the next couple of months. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. See ya. See ya.